It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey! Hello! It is the Gophers podcast presented by the Parks Casino and Sportsbook. It is the Go Birds of a Eagles team that is officially, really, legitimately, truly in the playoff race. An Eagles team that somehow, through fan bullying or whatever, found an identity as a smash mouth, run it down your throat. Best offensive line in football type of team. Running it up 242 yards on the best run defense in football. Just a absolute dominant showing. Hand up, by the way. We'll get to it. But I will say, unfired, Jonathan Gannon. I'm not Mm. saying I think you're great. I'm not saying I'm all in, but... Jonathan Gannon is officially unfired, as far as I'm concerned. It's big um, of you to admit. Look, Elliot and uh, and James Heltz, Elliot Tur Parks with you, obviously. And um, Elliot, here's what I'll say: like for a season that you know, and and I joke there, but like for a season where at times like it wasn't just me, there were many fans, media people calling for Nick Sirianni's job, calling for Jonathan Gannon's job disparaging Jalen Hurts' abilities and and ceiling and all these things. Like, for this team to, at that point, at 3-6 and after the Raiders game, rally and find an identity and play tough smash-mouth football and fight for this guy and come out and win back-to-back games for the first time, win at home for the first time, really firmly entrench themselves in the playoff spot. And, like, when they win, for the most part, in their Carolina game, look... Fantastic in doing it. Dominant victories. It got a little scary for a minute there, but then a massive drive. We'll talk about it all. But Elliot, I just, 
I never thought well, after that Raiders game that you and I would be sitting here having this pod heading into Thanksgiving saying, I'm legitimately excited about the Philadelphia Eagles. I like watching them play, and I think they have a real shot to make the playoffs. I never thought it, buddy. So earlier in the year, we watched a lot of Eagles games that looked a lot like this game, right? Only this time, the Eagles were the really good team, and the <laughs> other team was the one that got absolutely well dominated. Well done, sir. It, well done. Right? It, and then late in the game, made it like a little interesting, but you never. Yes. I will say, like, great point, Elliot. Box, great. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think about that analogy, but you're right. It was exactly that yeah. type of thing where it was like it didn't feel real, but it was a little scary. But like, come on, no, it was definitely a little scary. Yeah. Like. It, when Sean Payton, started, by the way, thank you for having the tiniest balls on the planet. And yeah, that, that was ridiculous. Um, but no, when when uh, when um, I, uh, God, Simeon, when Simeon ran the uh, touchdown in, I was like, okay, yeah. like this might legit be a problem because yeah. offense was struggling. But I think that that what you take away from that is, and not to start on a negative, but like they they need to learn how to close out games. But the reason they need to learn how to close that out is because. They're a very good football team right now. One thing we say, and we repeat ourselves a lot on this pod with different phrases and stuff like that, but what we do say probably more than almost any other besides macro bottom is line. it is a bottom line. Actually, that is probably the other one, but it's a week to week league, right? That and like, too. Who, who you, who you were in week five does not mean that you're always going to be that all season, right? Totally. Look at the Rams, the, the, totally. the Rams. We were, we were both saying we felt great about the Rams Super Bowl pick and now they look bad. The bills look bad, right? Like, Bills got quickly. smoked I mean, at home and, 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 by cars and things could, Yeah, they did. And things could change quickly again. The season is not over. But right now, like right now, the Eagles are a very good football team. They're not fluky. They're not the result of a schedule. They're, they're a very good football team. The way they win is exactly how you win in the NFL in almost any year, right? Like forget the whole throwing the ball to win thing. That's a debate we'll have. That's whatever, right? But in the history of the NFL, you win by controlling the line of scrimmage, by controlling the ball, being smart, and winning a turnover battle. Like, that's how you win in the NFL, and the Eagles are doing all four of those things right now. No, they're not throwing it well, but what they are doing and what Jalen Hurts is doing, and I actually, like, do think he's the player of the game today, Um, and because he just plays, like, he is such a smart quarterback. Dude. And when you... Dude, it's my real quick, real quick. I want you to let you finish, but my number one note note on Hertz is Hertz decision making exclamation point because like he's just such a smart player. Like across the board, he knows when to get rid of the ball. He knows how long he has. He knows when to run. He knows the seams that he has. He knows how long to hold the ball before he takes it out of the pocket of the the running back. It's just across the board. It's so impressive. There was a play today. I don't remember when the game it was. I think it might have been the third quarter where it was like it looked like maybe it was supposed to be a quarterback draw. They were they were about 15 yards out from the end zone. Maybe it was supposed to be a quarterback draw, maybe some type of broken play, and it clearly was not going to work. And he just went down. He just went down in the pocket. He like basically slid, right? And it made me think of like all the plays Carson Wentz would make over these last few years where like the play's not there and the next thing you know he's like chucking it up left-handed as he goes <laughs> down, right? Like like Jalen does not make plays to hurt the offense. Like he misses throws, which I guess does hurt the offense. So I take that back a little. But what I mean but is But it like, hurts the offense less. It hurts the yeah, offense it hurts less in a different than way. an interception, a, a fumble, yeah. a 20-yard loss on a sack. It hurts it way less. It's just an incompletion. You can get past that. 
Right, and like so the Eagles defense for the majority of the game today was dominating. The Saints could get nothing going, right? And the Eagles offense was playing well. But but what the only way the Saints were going to legitimately get back into that game is if their defense made a big play, right? Like their offense wasn't going to do it. The only way that they were where, where we were going to be watching this and go like oh, wait, the Eagles are going to lose this game, is if the the defense made a play. And Miles Sanders tried his best to make that happen. But, like, <laughs> but, but Jalen Hurts never did. Like, he never yeah. put the ball really in dangerous way. He protected the ball. He made big plays. That run he had in the fourth quarter, Not this isn't even hyperbole. It's one of the most impressive plays I've seen a quarterback make since I started <laughs> it's covering It's up there, the man. It's Just up there. As, it's, it was unbelievable. Like, first he makes that guy miss, which was, which was sick. But then for him to score on that, like – I, when we talk about him as a runner, often I talk about how he's smart as a runner, he's effective, but I don't think of him as fast. And, like, he was fast on that play. So, look, obviously a ton to get into from this, but, like, the way Jalen played in that game, I thought it was just incredibly impressive. Yeah, and he has a swagger right now, and the team kind of feeds off it. We always talk in the past, have talked about, like, teams taking on the demeanor of their quarterback and following their quarterback, and... He really has it right now, and and it seems like he's in charge, and he's the decision making, like we talked about, is spectacular. And I'll even take it more drink macro with that specific drive that led to that third rushing touchdown. Like that was such an important drive. Like that was yeah. the the momentum shifting, and I do think the momentum slightly shifted the other way when Peyton kicked that field goal. That was such a ridiculous thing to do in the moment. And, Agreed. And also, I think a slap in the face of the Eagles offense saying, yeah, we can stop you two more times. Like, 100%. No problem. Yeah. And for them to go out and just walk the ball down the field there with some really nice throws, some really nice runs, and just a really nice balance of the stuff they did in the first half – it was awesome, and that was a big time drive. I thought, and and it put and it ended the game. Obviously, and yep. and you know it was never over. That or it was always over. Is the point? The Eagles were so much better today, but I thought in the moment where the momentum was shifting, that drive was was badass, and that was Hurts. Well, but before that drive, I tweeted out like the Eagles need Hurts right now. Whether that was in the passing game to make a play, or ultimately ended up—I mean, he did make the pass. He to made JJ, both, so yeah. That, yeah. The, and right, the JJ but, but, play, by the way, shout out! Like it's almost—I saw—I can't remember. I saw someone say like JJ plays like a trick play almost, and in a way it <laughs> yeah, was because yeah. no one, no one thinks he's going to get targeted because he's a blocker on every single play, and to bust that out where it, he was the the play and he was just wide open. It was. It was clever. It wasn't a trick play, but it was clever. I'm surprised they didn't make JJ report as like eligible before the season. <laughs> <laughs> Number 19 is now eligible. It's like, but, wait, um, offensive lineman can catch passes now? Wow. Right, exactly. The Saints uh, were probably like, what is this trickery? But yeah. um, no, I mean, I tweeted before that drive, like the Eagles need Jalen Hurts. They needed him to do something. The game was slipping away. And, and you are right that kicking that field goal was such a break for oh, the Eagles. Like great. such a break. But the, the game was slipping away, and they needed somebody to make a play. And that's what franchise quarterbacks do. Like, you know, and maybe when I think of a franchise quarterback, and I think when the general public does, like you think of like, you know, a, a seven-yard completion. Like, you know, down the field, like bing, bing, killing clock. Long Justin drive, Herbert. Right? Like we saw Justin Herbert do against right. the Eagles. That but guy. But Jalen Hurts got it done. Like yeah. he got it done in the way a franchise quarterback needed to get it done. And, yeah, I mean, look, I agree with you. I Yes, there was certainly a moment where I thought maybe they would lose the game, but that score does not reflect what happened today. Like they dominated the Saints. Like in his back, and even though they what they end up with forty points, thirty Four, points, forty points, forty, 40 points, to twenty nine. Right? It could have been way more. Like they kicked yep. four field goals. Like yep. they got stopped in the red zone 
quite a bit, which or not the red zone, but you know, like thirty in or yep, whatever. Yep, yep. Like they, 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 uh, they could have had more points, like for sure. They had the one touchdown called back, if I'm not mistaken, right? The um, what touchdown was called? The, back? Well, no, the Goddard one. They, there wasn't one that was called back, but they had the one that looked like it was a touchdown with Goddard, but they followed it up with the Hertz rush. I think is the one you're thinking. Yeah, no, I think they I don't... had another one called back where Devonta got called for a pick. But but regardless... oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Goddard one. You're right. It was yes, a Goddard one. Yes, good call. But um. Regardless, they could have scored more points. And, like, so big picture real quick, macro drink. But, like, if that defense holds up and doesn't relinquish, and Sirianni said after the game that, you know, he took his foot off the pedal. And that's what this, you know, that's what this team's going to be. Like, they're going to have to learn how to win. That's why I think they have a good chance of winning out, but it's going to be tough to do. Like, it's tough to win every week in the NFL. But, like, I mean, if the defense plays – you know, better for the final like ten minutes or whatever. They probably wake up tomorrow morning top ten in the league in points allowed. So like, you know, and and the offense will be probably the offense will be top ten. I'm sure because I think they were twelfth coming into this, and I can't imagine many teams scored more than forty points. So it you know the Eagles in theory have like a top ten offense and a top ten defense. Now I don't actually think they have that, but like statistically they're pretty close to having those two things. And the schedule we're gonna say it a lot this week. We'll say it a lot in this pod. The schedule only gets easier. Like their last legitimately tough opponent is done. Like it's done. All these they could lose any game they unless Dallas. Game. Unless Dallas the last week. Correct. Yes, yeah. we'll also be saying that eight hundred times. Yep. Yes, but like, yeah, but it's the new macro. Like, exactly. Like Washington, very beatable. The Giants, beatable. The Jets, beatable. Like they might be favored in every game the rest of the season, barring Dallas. So it's there. It's there to be had. It is there to be taken. And I, I think if. If they don't do it, I don't think that's a massive disappointment. I think that today was really just like a okay, the Eagles are on the right path type of game. And I think they will I think they'll do enough to make the playoffs. But like I think today was such a promising like okay, you know, it's it's okay in terms of like they're not going to fire Sirianni. They're not going to fire Gannon. They probably have their quarterback. Like they need to improve the roster, better, you know, the draft will be huge, all that stuff. But so much of this season, I think you said it after the Raiders game, like this could have been a lost season where nothing was accomplished, like nothing. And I think that today cemented that this is not a lost season. Like there's been enough, in my opinion, like positive signs where you can feel good uh, about, uh, you know, the franchise moving forward. Yeah, I feel certainly better. And obviously I think there's still question marks, but there's been positive improvement and reason to believe. And I think, you know, in terms of just forgetting the, the future part of it, just the rest of the season to the point of, you know, how we've seen them perform against who the competition is in reality for a playoff spot. Because I don't think as excited as we get into, to your point that right now in this moment, they're a good football team that I, I think most teams wouldn't want to play in a, a one game yeah. series right now. They're but, tough to game plan for because but, it hurts. Like, hurts yeah, is tough to game plan uh, for. Yeah, and the, uh, again, and they, uh, uh, like, the point being that, that, and who knows how this all plays out and all that, but I do think that compared to the other mediocre teams, the teams in similar talent ranges, like, the fact that they are elite at running the football, the fact that they can do one thing at a super elite level like sometimes that's enough. Sometimes yeah. that's enough to just be better than the Giants, better than Washington, better than Jets, all these other teams, just because you can run the football anytime against any team in any spot. And like 
that matters, you know? That really matters in terms of... I mean, of they put up 240 yards 242, on dude. <laughs> That's they insane. Threw, it's they insane. had 24 pass attempts and 50 rushing attempts. Like, going up wow, again... I didn't know that stat. Again, and, you know, I guess some of the rushing attempts are probably Hurts rushes that were passes yeah. initially, but still, yeah. like, a clear, heavy lean towards running the football. And, and it was, again, you know, numbers are what they are, but against the accepted statistical whatever you want to call it, best run defense in football coming into this game. And that... Yeah, I mean, they were number one in yards allowed and yards per carry. That like, has to be impressive. More, like, yeah, that has to be impressive. Get, like, like, I don't care. Like, that has to be impressive. Whatever you, you know, however you look at football, that has to, to carry some weight. And it does to me. So, and I and again, I do think the identity thing really matters. This team knows who they are. Like, they know what they do well, and they know how they can do it well, and they've over the course of the season, and, and this is a big credit to Sirianni, and don't worry, in a minute we'll get to give in the other coach who has mm-hmm. been derided far more on this show some credit in a sec, but I think it credit to Nick Sirianni, and even though it took too long, and to your point, it's his first time ever doing this, and, and you know you can give him a little leeway in how long it took him, but... But he was able to change his approach on the fly, start this running the football thing, and then have the team doing it at, at the highest of levels is is impressive in its own right, no matter how long it took him to get there. And, you know, this team, as we've talked about, is fighting for him. They're tough. They're ready to play against the Saints team that, that was just as desperate as them. We can't say, the, oh, the Eagles were the more desperate team thing today. Like, they both were. And the Eagles took it to him. And like you said, they... You know, there were a couple scary moments, but the Eagles were, for 94% of that game, by far the better team. So there's there's yeah. reason to be excited about this group right now. And look, it's the post-game pod. It's hyper- hyperbole time. Like, this is where, you know, it's reaction Sunday night, right? Well, I like, like that. That's going to be the, uh, the, the uh, title, hyperbole time. Hyperbole. Oh, I, I like that. Um, like, let, let's let, but let's like let's be honest. Like, Sirianni's not that far off from being coach in the year discussion. Like, it, look, it, if mean, they make the playoffs, he's in it for sure. He's in it for sure, and and not just that. When now the reason it's so easy to see it's coaching is because he messed up so bad early in the year that like the switch makes it so clear that like his decision to run the ball has, has helped this team. But it's a narrative even, thing too. And those awards are narrative. I think that almost yeah, helps him that there's it's this gonna be clear him, narrative. Like, yeah. Yeah. Look, if like Cliff, the, Kingsbury you know, Cliff Kingsbury wins, yeah, 14 yeah. games, it'll be tough, but, um, but, but like, but I'm with you. The turnaround other, is, is wild, man. It really is. I mean, let's look at the other coaching hires, right? Like when Sirianni was hired, no one else interviewed him much like Doug, no one else wanted him much like Doug. And also, much like Doug, you know, he looks like he's the best hire. And there's a long way to go with this, right? Like, again, this is reaction, hyperbole time, like all that stuff. But, like, you look at the other young hires, and, like, Robert Saul is a bit of a disaster in New York. And his roster's not as good, regardless, you know, your boy Howie. But, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like Arthur, Arthur Smith, Nick Sirianni beat him. Like, you know, Urban Meyer, yep. complete disaster. Like, yep. I, And I can't think of the other ones off the top well, of my head. Well, Staley, but. and, you know, he beat Nick, but he also has a better roster, so that's one. Um, but, you know, he'd be in the running for it. Um, who else? We're missing a couple. Yeah. But, but so I get your is, point. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely hire. right. Like, you're absolutely right. And he's certainly not the – worst hire of all time we thought he looked like you know again he's really changed and again to the point we've talked about so many times how hard these guys fight for him matters and how ready to play they are and let's get to the other guy and we'll get into a lot of the specifics and of course 
you'll pod later in the week touching because there's so much to come Early out. Early in the this week is, too. Yeah, Tuesday we'll have it out because um, obviously we're all just going to be hanging and enjoying our time on Thanksgiving and, and the day after and stuff. But and then it's um, Christmas but we, time Friday. So. Yes, yeah. But we will be on the radio on Saturday, one to three. Check us out. Um, but um, let's get to Gannon because uh, look, you know, hand up. I have crushed this guy, and I do think it's been warranted at times for sure. But look, I, I right now, I think he is, you know, turning me around on the won't fire him. We always say admit when we're wrong. And I still yes. need to see him do well against good quarterbacks and, and not have those type of games. But, you know, when you take the personnel into account and um, him being willing to adjust and change, too. I mean, today was great. Like you said, the defense had had a little lull in the third quarter, beginning of the fourth, where they caught up a bit. But for them, and who's to blame them? They were dominant, and I get that, and they need to learn to finish games out. But... Yeah, really, a, a which is a real skill to learn. It is you know, it's not easy to do. It yeah. is, but a fantastic showing from the defense today, from both a a production player perspective. I mean, T.J. Edwards. Why was this guy not starting all season long? He is so clearly yeah. their best linebacker. Obviously, Darius Slay, elite, like flat out elite as a cornerback this season. Another massive play, another long touchdown, and a huge spot where it really kind of, you know, really felt like all right, they're gonna they're gonna win this football game. And and Gannon with some some really creative stuff today. Two early like and and you saw it early like two huge big third down blitzes early. The Maddox one um, sticks out like just a a really nice job from Jonathan Gannon. So the defense. I have a confession about the Slay thing. So um, at halftime at the Eagles game, they put out chicken fingers for the media members, right? And the line is always long, uh, and so whenever uh, there's we like, uh, see where this is going. Yeah, you're trying whenever to get like ahead of the line, and and it caught you yes. back. Oh, yes. No. Whenever oh, no. there's a minute to go in the half, I almost always go and get it, so I skip the line, and nothing really ever happens in the final minute. So, I get the chicken fingers. I turn around and look at the TV, and I'm like, I'm like, why is Darius Slay running with the ball? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, am I missing Fantastic, something? Fantastic, Elliot. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, he, he had a pick six. But, uh, it was a really um, nice play, a, a vet play, it was. reading the play. It was a great just, play by him. Yeah. Um, I also think it shows, like, in some ways how, like, coaching on both sides of the ball, and not just with this team, with every team, was, like, so personnel-based in a way, right? Like, Darius Slay, like, nothing Gannon did on that play was was help, was helpful there, right? Like, I'm not ripping Gannon, but, like, Slay made that play, right? Like, he anticipated it, he baited uh, Simeon, he jumped it, he made it, like, that flat yeah. out. Like, that that's a no play doubt. Darius made, right? And what's interesting about Darius this season is it just, you know, like turnovers and stuff are, I don't want to say they're lucky because it's definitely a skill to get them, but you know, he's just kind of like the balls come his way and he's made plays on it. But I think where Darius has really been impressive is he has been excellent in coverage and th those don't get yep. him on sports center. Yep. Those don't, you know, it doesn't get him talked about on the post game pod unless he scores a touchdown, but like that Broncos game, he allowed one catch for negative two yards and I haven't seen his numbers from today, but I'm, I'm sure they were all you know, season. Similar. I mean, yeah. think about all the good receivers. Eagles have faced. find the one who's, who's really crushed him other than right. that and Cowboys game, like where the, the whole thing was a disaster. Like, and even then I think if I'm not sure about the numbers, Slay actually had a good game that game. Uh, but like, I mean, he's again like I use that word purposefully. Like he's been elite, Elliot. He has been an elite, yeah. blue chip, elite. Yeah, yes, yes, he has been. He's been a blue chip corner this season. Well, and like so, I was on the post game uh, show with Rob Ellis, and he brought up Trayvon Diggs, who's obviously having a, a good year. Slay's been better. But, 
So, but like, so, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, Slay doesn't get torched the way Diggs does. Diggs like, has like, given like, up a ton of yards. He's got yeah, the like, splash Diggs does plays, make but interceptions. Yeah, but Slay's been locked down, man. I'm so with you. Yeah, and then when you look like, and you know, it's just so amazing, and I love it how much stuff changes in the NFL so quickly. But like, you look and Avante Maddox, like playing really well. You talked about Gannon being aggressive. I thought Maddox did a great job on a blitz earlier yep. in the game. Got a chance to really like lay a hit on Simeon. Uh, Slay is playing really well. TJ Edwards is playing really well. The defensive line's been better. Fletcher Cox made a big play today. Big play. Like, big play. You know, like things change. And I, I said this to Rob Ellis, and I think it's important. Like, and I've said it here. Like, I'll never fault anybody for riding the wave of, you know, the, the weekly season. Like, we only get one of these a year. We only get 17 of them. Like, it's no fun to hold your emotion until week 16 and then, you know, react that way, right? But it just, it, it just shows, like, how much stuff changes throughout the year. And, you know, now the season's not over, but they're playing their best football entering the right part of the season. Like, you know, they're going to have to hold it up, and there's, there's five or six more games to play. But they're gonna they're 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 peaking at the right time. They're peaking at the right time. And to what you said, like I I probably won't pick them to win a playoff game. Like they're gonna have to go to Tampa, to LA. Like it's gonna be tough. Yeah. But those teams don't want to see the Eagles because the Eagles control the clock. They have a great offensive line, and Jalen Hurts makes back breaking plays, like yep. back breaking, yep. demoralizing plays to the defense. So they they won't be a fun team to play if they make the playoffs. I'm so with you, man. Uh, it's I I. I think you're right i think that's a fair point and again it really is just amazing that the change how, how and far it's come another quick thing about the defense like if if and you know trevor simeon was really good coming into this game like statistically so i'm not gonna sit here he's not and Sam look, he made some nice plays but he well, i was, was gonna say yeah. like the touchdown they did give up in the first half was like insane that play both throw yeah. and catch like troutman snatched that ball out of the air that was wild and he avoided like rushers. Yeah, like, it was good. He had a couple of those. Yeah, was exactly. good. It was a really good play. Exactly. Like, yeah, he like, wasn't bad. Think, he wasn't bad. Yeah, I, I didn't think until late in the game, like I didn't think it was players playing poorly. I thought it was Eagles defense dominating. And then the Saints, when they got anything, like they really, really had to work for it. Now, again, late in the game, like very few mid- last minutes of the third, first five minutes of the fourth or whatever, like they let they took their foot off the gas and it showed. But it, when, when like the game really mattered, they basically shut the Saints out. And again, they only even got that close to the end zone because of the fumble for, from Miles. So I, I don't think you could have asked for a better performance uh, from the defense today when it, when it mattered. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really with you. And again, you know, you know, anyone could say, oh, it's just Trevor Simeon. They didn't have Kamara. They didn't have their tackles. Yeah, that's all true. But you know what? It is what it is. You can only play. You can play, and at least they yeah, look, still for the most part, team. dominant in doing it. And then on the flip side of that, like, then you better give the offense a ton of credit because the defense wasn't wiped out like that, and this is, like, the best right. defense and all that. And the Eagles moved the ball will for the vast majority of the game against them, especially on the ground, which was their specialty, and Hertz was fantastic. Let's quickly get to Hertz, and then we'll get some quick hitters. And, again, we'll talk about way more of this, obviously, as – you know, on Tuesday when we talk and all that stuff. But um, I'm with you. I thought, you know, again, look, you can only ask the quarterback to do what the game plan is. And somehow Nick Sirianni, uh, again, with the help of a, you know, I think sometimes we we mention it but don't, you know, herald enough. How – hold on, hold on. It's worth this, all right? So earmuffs, one, two, three – 
how fucking awesome this offensive line is. Yeah. Like, shout out to those big dudes. Diggers and guys were here. Like, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson. Like, these guys are playing. Jordan Mailata, a monster out there. Like, it, like... It's so impressive how good and, – and honestly, shout out to Jeff Stoutland because we talk a lot about how he deserves credit for these draft picks, and he does. I mean, they – you know, no matter how they develop, like the if the amount of offensive linemen that have turned into players, uh, he gets credit for. But I think Stoutland and, – and we definitely give Stoutland a lot of credit, but again, deserves credit for taking all these mm-hmm. guys and, and piecing it together because it's not Isaac Samelo and Brandon Brooks in the guard positions. It's, you know – not you know with the, he's had to move things around and change throughout the season. Get Driscoll in there and get Dickerson ready and you know play other guys at times. And 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 the way this line has been able to gel and coalesce and and move forward is so I mean, so so impressive. Super quick, like it's I don't think this is hyperbole. Like he is, I think he should be in like serious consideration for the Eagles Hall of Fame. I'm like, with in, you. In I think it's a like great a point. You consider yeah. the, the like the Super Bowl. The fact he was such a big part of that. Like he's I, almost I mean, here for a decade, getting close yeah. to that. Yeah. It's a great yeah, point, he, Elliot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they have any assistant coaches. No, but there, still, but like, like, and obviously Jim Johnson yeah, should probably be in there before, in there. obviously. You know, Jim Johnson, obviously, right. and all that. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, but but with her, it's the point being that you can only ask to do what the, the game plan does, and Sirianni devised a game plan to run all over the Saints, which is just awesome. Um, but I thought, you know, what he's doing and his physical abilities to what we were talking about before is decision-making, the fact that in every facet of the game, whether it's, like, especially, I think about it with Carson, you were talking about, like, the left-handed throws and the dumb stuff that he does like that. And it's I think it's also even just, like, even more, like, you know, specific and little where it's like the Jalen can look at how far a defender is away from him and say, all right, I've got, like, a second and a half left to hold the ball, and then I'm going to have to get rid of it. And he can hold it for that long and not end up getting sacked with the ball like Wentz would or whatever. Like, he's just got such an innate sense of of timing back there, of the pressure, of when it's coming, where it's coming. And it's just such a – I mean, he's better. Carson Wentz, as we've talked about, like – Jalen Hurts is still younger than Carson Wentz was when Carson Wentz started his first game as an Eagle, and That's Wentz is like, it's unbelievable. I think it can't be true anymore. But it's and I think it still is true. I'm I, I'm almost positive. I need to double check, right. but it, you know, it's it's in that range no matter what. And Wentz is now what like a six year veteran, and he's still like the stuff he does is still like way dumber. Jalen Hurts yeah. is way more advanced from a decision making perspective across the board, like. That matters, man. When we're talking about, is this the guy? Can he be a, a, a franchise guy? All this stuff. Like, and obviously, we talk about the the running ability and the physical abilities, and all much that matters. And and you know, can he improve his throw and all that? But like, we need to talk more and more about how how smart he is with the football and how how these decisions really positively affect the outcome of the game. Man, he's he well, is so smart. Yeah, absolutely, and. You know, he did he did make some some nice throws today. Like the Eagles finished twelve of twenty one on third down. First of all, that has to be the most third down attempts they've had all year. Like that's that's an absurd number for uh for third downs. But that's like insane. But like he had a few really nice third down throws. He had both to Goddard, I think on the same drive or at least Yes, you know, the two third and sixes on the same drive, yes. dude. The one, the first one was like a a friggin' dime in there. Yeah. And then the second one was like a nice out route throw. They, they, you're right. They were both. And he had another throw to Goddard too, where it almost looked like Goddard didn't even catch it. Like there were some really nice throws today, man. Some really accurate throws today. Well, I, I say a lot how the, there needs to be more consistency in the passing game, and there does. But like 
one thing they're definitely consistent at is hitting Goddard on that little like crossing route for 15 yards. Like I swear that Jalen Hurts passer rating on that throw must be, you know, in the hunt, like, you know, what 120 or something like that. Like, I feel like he can definitely make that throw, like no doubt about it. Um, and yeah, so I, he, he did have some big third down um, plays. I mean, look, you know, if they're going to run the ball all the time and they're going to, and they're going to be a defense that against, you know, a below average quarterbacks, they're, they're holding teams, teens and, you know, like the teens or whatever, then all Hurts has to do is make big plays on third down, run the ball, and not turn it over. And he can do all those things. Like, you know, he, he he's not a quarterback right now that is going to throw them to win with 400-plus yards. Or at least he hasn't shown he can do it. Maybe he will. Maybe there's going to be a game where they need him to do it, and he doesn't. But he hasn't shown he can do it yet. But he has shown he can be smart with the ball. He's a huge part of the running game. Like, you know, maybe maybe – a more you know a more advanced passer like makes the passing game better but the running game probably isn't as good it's you know a great like he's, point. he's a big part i mean today they have to worry about him they the run. running backs yeah. get more open space because they're worried who has the ball like all that stuff yeah they have to for account sure. for him the defense has to account for him as an extra man that they have to worry about with the ball and not just throwing the ball all that stuff it's huge man yeah and look it, it I would make him the quarterback next year. I'm sure you're in the same boat. Hundred percent. It's yeah, not even a question like, to me. Like I, I think about it. It's not even a question. It's simple. Think about his like career trajectory, right? Think about he how much he's improved Alabama. already. Well, that that's what I was about to say, right? So yeah, go. He goes to Alabama. I'm fired up, man. I'm so excited. I know, I know, I'm like it. legitimately excited right now. I love it. It's gonna be a fun week. But like, um, like he goes to Alabama, and you know he he I think he has like 15 rushing touchdowns or something. Like right, you can just see from year to year, like. He, he improves. From Alabama to Oklahoma, he improved. From Oklahoma to his first year with the Eagles, he improved. From last year to this year, he's improved. So, like, again, to the, the age thing, he's not a finished product. I think sometimes because of the situations he's in, we hold him to the standard of, okay, is he the guy or not? And I'm sure I've done it. I'm, you know, everyone does it, right? But he, he could improve. And, and if they go with him next year as the quarterback, those three first-round picks they have, like, they could be really good really quick. Like if Sirianni is as good of a coach as he seems to be and Jalen Hurts is this quarterback and just improves a little bit and then how he hits on draft picks, and I know I'm doing a lot of like And free agents too, and free agents too. Yeah, all that stuff. But like they're not that far off. Like to me, that's what today showed. Maybe they'll make the playoffs. Maybe they won't. I think they probably will. But they're not that far off. Like a few weeks ago when we were talking about how they're the Jets, they're the Jaguars, all those things. And, they're not you know, that. I don't I can't say they're not that far off is 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 a little light, but I get what you're saying. They're certainly not that. And they need to hit. Yeah. They need some more hits to say they're not far off. But I, I get what you mean. Look, I think it goes back to what you're saying before, where like, you know, it felt like a lost season, now it doesn't. Now it feels like yeah. there there's reasons for hope again and you know, again, a, another example, talk about like how I was talking about I want young blue trippers like, hey, you know what? Hashtag Dickerson guys like there's a real chance that guy's a blue chipper. Like it's starting to look yeah, like Devante he's like a blue chipper. Uh, Devontae could be a blue, like, you know, and uh, so anyway. Um, all right. I want to get into a couple quick hitters before we get out of here. And obviously we'll talk about more as the week goes on. Quick, quick shout out like Jake Nails Elliott. Like, yeah. Dude, he's awesome. Like I, good I, day for the Elliott brand. I overall. yeah, for sure. I am. I am so confident every time he steps up there. Again, four for four today. A fifty yarder that was that fifty yard was a really big kick at that point in the game. Like making it seventeen to seven would have given the ball short field if not. Like big kick. Um, well, been so and, impressed know, we with talked him. A lot, so impressed. We talked. Yeah, we talked a lot about Sirianni and Gannon. And Michael Clay said earlier in the year, like jokingly, but like you know, kind of like kicking isn't his specialty. 
So I don't think like Michael Clay is sitting there and going with like the intricacies of kicking with Jake Elliott. But we can't ignore the fact that when we talk about young coaches, like Michael Clay has been a really good special teams coordinator. And Rager's a disaster as a returner. Like, Ray, oh, God. Up. I He can't make people miss. Uh, nothing, uh, uh, just yeah. a disaster, period. I mean, you, you saw what Justin Jefferson did today, right? It was like... No, I didn't. Like, it was but... like 170 and two touchdowns, something yeah. like Just a monster. Monster. Yeah. It's, and it's it is not what good. it is. You're but, always going to compare him to him because it is what it is. It's life. It Sorry, is what it is. Caleb. But what I was saying was... Like, ultimately, Michael Clay, bottom line, you know, pod, as we say. Like, he's yeah. a special teams coordinator, and Jake Elliott's been way better this year than he was last year. So I think he, he deserves credit, some some credit for that. And, like, yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, coming into the year, and not to mention, like, the punter's super good, too, right? Like, yeah, so this is good. This, the special teams have been very good, and it's a big change from last year. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and, look, something you talked about last pod, the show, uh, a good day. Minus sweat, didn't really do much, but... A good day for that class. My lotta was great. Avante Maddox, fantastic. Like he Goddard is just was good. A, and then I was gonna get there. Like Goddard looked every bit a top five tight end today, and uh, you know, just a, a real weapon and and a great blocker, as we all know and we hear about all the time. So, um, really good day for that. Jordan Howard. Hope he's okay. It felt like that kind of coincided with the the bit of a a, a fall momentum wise went the other way mm. when. Uh, but well, he's so fun to rob. Yeah, he's so fun. I was about to get there. He's so fun to watch. Let's hope he's okay. But, but Miles, that's where I was about to go. Not much to say about Boston Scott. You know, game well, inactive. If you have any thoughts on that, right. share them. But, but Miles, look, Miles showed the flashes. Looked really good at times. But, you know, two fumbles. One they get back, but that that one, a, a you know, again, a massive, massive play that really could have swung the game. It felt like the Eagles. Could have walked away with that game without that fumble in that moment, and uh, obviously led to points. So, um, what what do you think about Miles and the return and the fumbles and all of it? Yeah, so obviously the the fumbles are, are the big thing, right? Like he's the one that put the defense in harm's way early on. He's the one that nearly put them in harm's way again. Like the fumbles, it it's. I mean, look, I I wouldn't have benched him. Sirianni didn't bench him, but they are benchable offenses. Like yep. it's. In a game you have to win to put your defense in those situations once and, and you know, arguably should have been twice. Like, they got pretty lucky that, they, they you know, that call's not reviewable and that they did blow it dead. Like, that's a lucky blow for the Eagles right there. But, so yeah, that that's what you come away with. But I also think Miles showed today, like, why he can help this offense and why he should still be the lead back. Like, he got 94 yards on 16 carries. Uh, so he averaged around, I think it was like 5.8 yards. Jordan Howard was at 6.3, so a little more. But they were basically pretty effective. I thought Miles did a good job not bouncing around. I thought he did a good job just taking the holes that were there. I thought one play that really showed the differences, I think it was in the second quarter, he, he kind of runs to the left sideline, comes through the hole, and then gets up the sideline to, to uh, have a 25-yard gain. So, you know, again, the penalties are bad. Has to, not the penalties, sorry. I was looking at the penalties thing. The fumbles, fumbles are bad. Man. I know. The fumbles are bad, Absolutely. But I don't think today was a disaster for Miles. Like, I don't think today was, okay, yeah, you got to go with Jordan. Like, I thought Miles actually played well outside the fumbles. But to, to then quickly side note, like, Jordan Howard played really well, too. You know, like, yeah. he, he Dude, played that really one, well. When he got hurt, that drive when he got hurt, it really looked like he was about to start running all over them. And I, I think that it wasn't a, a you know, a, a coincidence that, that the tie kind of shifted when he went out of the game because he's the guy you want in those spots, right, to, to run yeah. this game into the ground. You're like Garrett Blunt, you know, to use a uh, uh, recent uh, example. So, yes. um, yeah, I, I certainly think Howard was, 
He's a beast. And that's why the two of them really are different. And they do offer different things if you can find the right um, mix of the two of them. I actually think it's a pretty dynamic thing. You know what I mean? Potentially. Yeah, yeah I agree. So um, That's all, right. all I got on the running backs. I mean, I think yeah. they'll continue to roll with Miles and Jordan as long as they're healthy. So I don't know if there's you know, much of a debate anymore with that. Like 10 carries for Howard. It probably would have been a little closer if he didn't, if he didn't get hurt. Sanders agree. Had 16, so, agree. Yeah. 100% agree. All right. Um, otherwise, uh, that's all I got. Black unis rocked. Love it. Um, the, my lot of Davenport feistiness. Yeah. One last thing for me, my, my lot of Davenport, like, like it's a Marcus Davenport, your health football player. It's adorable. What the hell are you doing? Trying to, to fight yeah. with the six foot eight, 380 they say but probably 400 pound guy who's also lighter on his feet than any like i'm 5'9 165 or whatever and and jordan Mellon is way lighter on his feet than i am at 6'8 yes. 380 like what are you doing dude anyway yeah, yes sir. he's a nice guy i wouldn't want to fight him exactly um, all right i'm all good uh that's all i got so we talked about the drive where jalen hurts ran the touchdown in and we talked about the uh big throw to jj but I thought, like, the only other side note, or I guess two side notes. One, like, ridiculous play Nick Sirianni called when he had Jordan Howard in the sh- in the Wildcat. Like, what are you doing? I know. Like, that was, yeah, yeah that was like, absurd. And j- they, they got the it. penalty, so it was like, all right, They whatever, got the penalty, but, yeah. kicks him back five yards. But, um, like, biggest, arguably biggest drive of the season when you consider where the momentum was going. Like, and if they lose this game, it's a much different pod. Clearly, right? Oh my God, dude. Are you kidding me? It's a disaster, but it would have yes. been the game that I kept thinking about was remember that Carolina game. I think it was two years ago where they were up 21 and nothing hitting in the fourth quarter yes. and can yep. beat them. Like it felt like that where it was like, Oh God, is it going to be one of those? Like I already counted on the victory and I'm already like planning on the victory week and, right. and I'm, I'm going to get like shanked in the shower. I was like, no, I had like my whole post game article written. Like uh, I was definitely getting uh, nervous. But uh, but the point I'm making is so biggest drive of the season, they go to Jalen Reger and Jay Jarasega Whiteside. Yeah. Which I just thought was like, you yeah. know, like it must have been such an emotional roller. It was Howie on the phone being like, yeah. Oh, it's a JJ. Well, so Not here's the JJ my, like, play. Here's my late in the pod, real ones only take. If Love I it. had to have only one of JJ or Jalen Reger on my Oh, roster. I love where you're going. I would take JJ. Yes. Elliot, yes. me too. Like Jalen Reger, and I feel bad because he is too. a nice guy, and I'm not trying to make it personal, but like he just, it, he's, he, he hurts the offense. He, he hurts stinks. the offense Let's because be they honest, try to stinks. get him the ball. You know, like, and I think the most frustrating thing with him is like, he doesn't make people miss. Like, and that's the thing he's going to have to do to and be successful. And he's not explosive. Like, he doesn't exactly. have explosive yes. speed. Dude, we were, I was watching with my buddy, and they threw that bubble screen to him thing, you know, that thing we've seen, like, yeah, it was, that 20 was times too many season. Drive, yeah. And I literally turned to my buddy, and I'm like, that's my least favorite play in the playbook that it's, the Eagles have. Well, it's my number one. Like... Uh, I, I can't stand it. I'm with, look, at least at least J.J. Ortega Whiteside does one thing at a a exceptional level, does Jalen Rager do anything at an even average level? Like he sinks at everything. No. I mean, he always catches the punt, but like he sucks as a kick returner. Like well, he sucks across the board. This guy stinks. Well, and that's the thing too that I'll say about uh, Nick Sirianni. We talked about like his coach, and I I would assume that that Rager play on that drive was clearly the called play. Like that wasn't a oh for sure thing, right? for sure. It was. But like, why are you calling that play there? Like, what what part of you? Makes you think in the biggest moment uh, of the season. Let's go to Rager, the buddy. Ball, the guy who you want to give the ball to is Jalen Rager in that spot. In a play a that, great point. I guess maybe they scored it. 
against the Falcons early in the year on that. But like, I don't know, man. Like, I just I wasn't thrilled with that play call. But then shout out to JJ. Like he made the catch, all those things. So you know, shout out to JJ. I agree. Good that, day for that's, the LA that's brand, a, good day for the hyphen. Yeah, brand. that's a dude who's gotten derided a lot. So you know what? Good for JJ. I'm a million percent with you. All right. Um I I'm really excited. The Eagles are like legitimately in the playoff race, and I just I Really didn't see this coming. All right, Elliot, um, we will be back on Tuesday with a pod. We got the Parks pod coming later in the week, of course, and, uh, of course, a Saturday um, WIP show 1 to 3. Elliot, any final thoughts before we get out of here? So the bet I made with Howard Eskin is alive. Yeah, 11 touchdowns, buddy. 35 – 11 wins, 35 yes. touchdowns. He's on, pace for, he's on pace for 34. If they win out, they'll get to 11. I don't think it's going to happen, but, like – it's alive. I mean, it's not crazy. Like, what would you say the chances are they win out? 30%? 40%? No, I would say like 15%, 20% okay. max. 15, 15, I would say. But it's so good. Right. It's exciting. Maybe 10%. I don't know, somewhere in there. But I, it's definitely like alive, which is exciting. Yes. It's alive, um, which is all that matters. Um, and the Eagles are alive, which is really what matters. It's, it's exciting. Yes. Like, if nothing else, like we talked about it so many times where it's like, Look, I, and I'm right there with the people who are mad at Howie or you're mad at Lori or you're mad at the organization that they, for whatever reason, whether it's Wentz or this or that or whatever, like I get all of it, but but the last two years have been like, you know, really Painful. tough for everybody um, in life and and certainly with the Eagles. So like, I don't know, my whole thing is, I'm going to enjoy it while I get it. You know, when I see games like today where it was really, really, really fun and they, you know, beat the crap out of a good defense and I, I you know, watch them kind of impose their will and, and saw a fun win that mattered. Um, it was awesome. And it really right, made me last happy. Thing I'll so, actually say. so, you last know, just in, I think it's fun to enjoy the ride while we can. And maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't in terms of making the playoffs, but it's fun. All right. Last thing. And then you could end it right after this. Ready? If you include the two teams the Eagles beat in the joint practices, they are now seven and six. <laughs> He's Elliot M. James. We'll talk to you guys soon.